Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Equity Podcast. I'm Joe and this is Barrick. How's it going guys? Uh, you'll notice that we're in the office today instead of out in front of the rig like we usually are. Um, there's some construction going on in the gym. We're just trying to mitigate the noise as much for you guys as possible. Uh, we apologize if you hear like a drill or saw or something in the background. Uh, I mean, it's a positive in the long run. Yeah. So, <laughs> getting some work done. Yeah. Making ourselves better for you guys. Yeah. Um, so our main topic today is are the workouts random. We're going to get into that and how we program and a little bit of that kind of stuff. Um, after that, we have some member Q&A, just questions from our community. Um, if you guys like the show, uh, please like and subscribe, uh, spread the word, get us out there. It really would help us a lot. Yeah, it helps the show a lot. We, we really appreciate it. You know, rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts or any of the podcast formats. You know, it, it really helps. We appreciate it. Yep. Um, so, sponsor today. Um, it's a perfect uh, day, actually. This is not planned at all. But, but, they are the, <laughs> but with the construction, um, we have... Bay Country Associates, they're our sponsor today. You guys know Paul, um, he he started Bay Country and they do full service design and uh, um, design and build general construction. Uh, they focus primarily on medical, dental, and commercial construction and we cannot thank them enough for helping us out and helping the gym get better. Um, yep. uh, Paul and his team are awesome, so we really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of you 930ers see Bob in here all the time doing all of our drywall work for the kids' room and uh, the new personal uh, area for personal belongings, so yep. much, much appreciated. Uh, you can check them out at baycountryassociates.com. Um, so our main topic today is are the workouts random and like how we program. We're going to get a little bit into our programming methods and things like that and kind of demystify that for you guys a little bit. Um, so the, the first part we're going to hit on is like our goal. And Barry, if you could explain what our goal looks like a little bit more. Yeah, the, the first thing I like, I like the, uh, the demystify. I really like that, that term. Um, you know, a lot of times we hear uh, CrossFit's just random, right? And it's not random, it's varied. Um, there, there is a goal and a reason behind what we're doing. So our general overall goal is just to be, think, take a long-term point of view for our health and fitness you know we're, we're not we don't care if we're fitter in a month we care if we're fitter in five years right that's going to help us live the lives that we want to live it's going to help us improve our quality of life um, and when when you think when you have that context to working out you realize that you know right oh i didn't pr my friend well that's okay you still got fitter you still got healthier yep. right it's that long term clarifies and sets in perspective yes um and then the other thing is we're looking the classes the group classes is gpp what gpp is general physical preparedness we want to be able to do anything life can throw at us if that's you know carrying our buddy to the hospital because he broke his leg or you know carrying him to the car right or if it's running to go get help or chasing after your kid who's making a beeline to the road uh, L stop running towards the road. Okay, <laughs> you know you got to run and go get them, right? If if I can't do those things, I, I can't live my life to the fullest. So we want to make sure that we are ready for anything. Yep. Um, and and those are the two primary goals that we're working towards when we're considering workouts. Yep. Um, and like and with that goal in mind, we want to talk about a little bit how we work towards achieving that goal and how we program towards that. Yeah. So. Like, how do we achieve that goal? Uh, and we're going to start with the macro level. What I mean is, like, the top down, the bigger levels. And the, the first thing is 
we want to make sure that we're doing, we, we want to keep our body guessing, right? Um, like I said, we want to be able to run, we want to pick things up, we want to be able to do all these those things and keeping it varied, even constantly varied, that can really help uh, keep our body guessing and keep us improving over time. Uh, and then the second thing is functional slash compound movements. And the, the, the reason we like functional and compound movements is because in real life, if we're um, walking up the stairs, if we're helping our buddy move, if we're playing a sport, right? All of those things take more than mul- one muscle yes, group. Yep. Yes, exactly. More than one muscle group. It's it's not just one thing in isolation, right? When you, when you lift something up off the ground, you're not just using your legs. You are going to use a little bit of back. That's not a, necessarily a bad thing. It's going to help support your spine. You're going to be using some arms. When you're running, you need to have uh, an engaged midline or you're going to have uh, faults in your running. So we want to make sure that they're functional movements. And then finally, uh, the other part is relative high intensity. And, that, and that's different. You know, when you start, your high intensity is going to be different to five years in. And then um, also different movements will require different intensity. If if snatching is relatively new for you, we're going to take our time with that. But a burpee, everybody can kind of do a burpee. You get down, you get up. We can in, uh, bring that intensity up pretty quickly, relatively. Um, and then what we want to see is a mix between weightlifting, gymnastics, and monostructural movements. And monostructural movements are just a fancy word for running, jumping rope, uh, rowing, that type of thing. So we, we want to be balanced along all of those things. If we can't move our body in space, you know, we're not going to be able to, you know, do other things. We're not going to be able to move our body in space when we have to do something. When you're working, under, working on our car, we need to be able to get into some weird positions and know what we're doing. Um, so that's kind of like the uh, general thing. Now, when we start getting into like actual programming, we have a very loose year cycle, very loose. And um, it's, like I said, it's loose as in like we, we have some minor goals um, that we kind of focus on based on quarters, but it's not like we're like being super strict. So we generally have it around the open. So right after the open, we're going to focus on strength and just a very slight lean, very, very slight. And then we're going to focus on kind of power output the next quarter. Um, And then after that, we're going to kind of be balanced. And then leading up into the open, we're going to be working on more type engine type movements. And like I said, that yeah, open style workouts. And like I said, that's a very mild lean. and where you're going to see most of the lean is really in the supplemental side, right? We have our group classes. There's going to be very GPP with a very slight lean depending on the quarter. And then in the supplemental, we're really going to have a hard lean onto whatever the focus is for that quarter. Um, and then the last thing is, you know, the programming is really important. But what we're really trying to provide is coaching, mm-hmm. right? Like when... When you're taking a class, you're actively being coached. If you've been coached in a snatch um, for five years, you still have room to improve. Um, and like my snatch is still, you know, they 
it's up and down. It's not linear, right? So I'm still getting feedback from our coaches. I, I take class, Krista takes class, and it's because we understand that that coaching is gonna help us. And then the second thing that we really wanna see is why, why we like group classes so much um, and why we like the personal training that we do is our goal is also to get results. We wanna make sure that our GPP is improving. Um, and that's why, that's what we're looking to achieve with those goals. And we use coaching and results to really help make sure that we are achieving those goals. Now that we have like the big macro, macro of like how we work towards achieving goals, we want to talk about like the micro's perspective and the week-to-week programming and like the very specific way that we work towards that. Yeah, uh, ma- macro is that big picture, the quarters. Yeah. Um, but when you know, I talk about programming every once in a while, you know, before or after class or something, I'll be like, oh man, the next two weeks are really tough or something like that. Yep. And that's because uh, when when we do programming, we do that in two week intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that allows us to do is, are you gonna be able to hit everything in two weeks? No, but we can kinda have, we need to kinda set some basics for a GG, GPP program. So in a two week, uh, cycle, what we're going to try and do is we're going to focus on complementary movements. Mm-hmm. The easy example, the easiest example is Fran, yep. push and pull, right? And there's a squat in there as well. Complementary, they don't necessarily hurt each other. Yep. You can keep the intensity high. Oh, I just got done pushing, now I can go pull. I just pulled, now I can go push. Great theory. Yes. <laughs> and then we kind of stay in the couplets and triplets. And the yep. reason is same, same thing as the complementary is that it lets us move right into that next movement yep. and lets us keep that intensity relatively high. Again, high uh, relative intensity. Um, and then we like to stay somewhere in the 8 to 12 minute range. Um, that's where we're going to see a lot of benefit. Um, and then we want to make sure we're hitting specific movement patterns. We want to make sure we're getting a vertical pull, a horizontal pull, a vertical press, a horizontal press, squat, hinge. Like We're hitting all these different motor patterns. Yep. And if we don't hit all those motor patterns within two weeks, we want to make sure that we hit it in the next two weeks. So we, we want to make sure we're hitting as many motor patterns as we can. You know, we also want to make sure we're hitting a strength piece. Um, you know, depending on what the lean is, you know, Maybe two. more of those a week. Right. Yep. You know, during a kind of like a balance time, we want two strengths. But during uh, the strength portion quarter, we might hit three Uh or also maybe some heavier workouts and then also we always have a day where we don't squat um, just to kind of give those uh, that those legs a little bit of a break and we also have a day where we don't go overhead um, and that's just to give those shoulders a a break and of course uh, (laughs) the those of you that know me uh, I like spreadsheets a little bit (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure we have a spreadsheet for everything and uh, tracking our <laughs> tracking our two-week cycles, uh, I obviously use a spreadsheet for there. So hopefully, right about now, you'll see a nice spreadsheet right here. <laughs> if I do my job well. If Joe gets it up there, uh, we'll have a nice spreadsheet, and you'll kind of see what I use to track um, our two-week cycles. And yep. the last piece that I'll say is, I fill that spreadsheet out every two weeks and to see what I filled out. All right, I have the, all the weeks done. We have this all filled out. Now, 
what I do is I start what we missed because I obviously missed something because you just can't get everything in. So, all right, we didn't front squat, we didn't use a kettlebell, and we didn't do uh, any burpees. So now when I start that next two weeks, I'm going to focus on those two point, on those three and make sure that those are in the classes. And then also I use that to fill in the supplemental pieces as well. Um, and that's kind of our general basic. Um, you know, I think down the road when we start getting a little deeper into the podcast, we can get into like super specifics. Break down certain workouts. Yeah. And why we chose Yes, that. exactly. Like why, you know why the dumbbells, why a farmer carry and hang cleans and um, shoulder press, right? Why we do those certain things. And that's something that we can break yep, down. Absolutely. But that's kind of like our um, our big views of the, like the goal, our macro, and kind of the micro level of things. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so now with the main topic over, we're going to move into some Q&A from our members. Um, if you guys have any questions, uh, please email us, comment. Uh, get in touch with either me or Barrick and we'll try to put them in here. We'd love answering questions from you guys. Um, first question comes from uh, Katie Hunziger. Uh, she's asking about uh, planned cooldowns during classes and how that looks and when we use it and how we apply it. Yeah. Ideally, every class would have a planned cooldown. Yeah. Every time. The problem is an hour sounds like a lot of time, but it's not. Um, so we get that time in as, as much as we can. Um, or if it's like a workout that you can finish in a specific amount of time, we try to let people know, hey, all right, after you've done the workout, go, go hit a cool down. Um, but sometimes it's the, the cool downs are super important. And it's also something that you can kind of do on your own, right? All right, I'm done the workout. I logged my stuff. I'm going to go do a cool down. Yep. But what we find we can during a, in a class environment, we can get so much more bang for our buck focusing on the warm-up and coaching because so much can go wrong when moving fastly at that relative high intensity. Like Frank? Yeah, like Kipping people can kind of go a little bit quicker than they should be, yep. and injuries can happen. Um, now, like I said, like we, we want to do cooldowns and – it's something that we have tried to do more of in the past year, and can yep. we do better with it? Absolutely. But that that front end, I think, is a little bit more important to make sure people are staying safe. And I, I find that warming up can be a little bit more beneficial to people than cooling down. Um, not to say that it's not important, because it is important, um, but that's where we want to spend most of our time. An hour is a long time. We want to make sure to get as much coaching in there as possible, because that's where we feel we really bring a lot of value in breaking those movements down. Yeah. yeah. Great question. I yeah, mean, it's, and it, like I said, it's something, uh, and I think Katie, honestly, is the reason that we've really started bringing, I, I really started bringing them up, uh, start uh, bring them more into classes. I think it was like last summer is when I really started uh, uh, using them a lot and making sure we were getting them in. And I know I find that I really appreciate the cooldowns when it's hot. <laughs> like the warmer it is, the more likely I am to do a cooldown. Yeah, because... Jumping straight in the car after work is not fun <laughs> at all. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, our second question comes from Heidi Jin. Uh, she's asking about pre and post workout nutrition and how that should look. Yeah, this is um, a great question, and it, it's a very common question that we get a lot. Um, people assume if I'm working out, 
I should be taking pre and post workout. And to be honest, most people sh don't need to. Um, if if your goal is just to be healthier and to keep getting you know fitter, yeah. honestly, you don't need it. As long as you're eating real whole food, um, you, you're going to be fine. When pre and post nutrition is really important, I, th I think morning workouters having something pre workout could definitely help. Um, you know, not not eating for eight hours, eight plus hours before you work out, that blood sugar is gonna be really low right after sleeping. So having a little something to eat beforehand can help bring that blood sugar up for a little bit. Um, and um, with post-workout, what the reason that we wanna get post-workout is because we want to fuel the muscles after the workout, right? We've just, um, We've just loaded the muscles, we've worked out, we've broke, they've broken down slightly, they need fuel to build back up. So what we wanna do is we wanna get some protein and some carbohydrates to, to fuel the muscle. That's not really gonna be a major issue unless your goal is competing. Mm -hmm. um, and competing can be you know, in, at, at CrossFit, like competitions, right? Or it could be at other things, in sports or whatever. Um, or if you just really want to make sure you're getting those mad gains. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to get those mad gains, um, post-workout is really important. And what you want is a protein with a high glycemic index carbohydrate, banana, raisins, something like that. And then some whey, you want a, the protein should also be fast reacting like whey. It's something you want to be able to drink it because it gets into your system faster. If you have to chew it and eat it, it's gonna not going to be as fast. So like a dextrose would be the best. Just mix dextrose and whey together and drink that. That's going to be the fastest way. But a banana and a raisin, something like that would be another really good option. And um, with pre-workout in terms of caffeine, there's um, we can start getting in the supplements ones that work and ones that won't. I think that's a, a topic for another show. Yeah, that's a whole podcast. We'll yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. We could just talk about supplementals for a whole podcast. Yep. Actually, I think I'll add that right now <laughs> to, to, list. to the yep. list of things that we can do. And um, uh, caffeine is one of the supplements that is proven to work. Yep. There, there is no doubt about that. Caffeine will increase your results. Now, there are some caveats into that in, in terms of uh, how much you take and becoming normalized with that caffeine. Yes, decentralization. Um, so, but um, caffe a little bit of caffeine before. Uh, and again, it's also, what's the goal? Are we training or are we competing? If you're just training, do you need that caffeine? Maybe not. If you're competing, I don't want to be taking C4 before every single <laughs> right. general if class. If you're taking caffeine before every single class, just for class, that's probably not what you need to be doing. No. Especially if the goal is health and health yeah. and wellness. Yeah. Um, our third and final question is from a new member, uh, Nicole Merrick. Um, she's a distance runner and she's asking about uh, working out like in the gym while training for distance running and how to avoid overtraining and things yeah. like that. Yeah, so I, re I remember talking to her and you know she's uh, run a bunch of half marathons and interested in, interested in probably running a um, full marathon. And you know she's a little worried about overtraining and whatnot. CrossFit was designed as a supplemental workout regimen for other things. So it really started with the um, 
you know, police and military, right? Their whole job, they're, they're competing. Their, um, their job is a high level and they need to be doing a lot of things and CrossFit lets them excel at those things. We need to think about our training in the group or one-on-one in, at equity that same way. The, the working out in the gym is supplemental to your life. It doesn't matter what you do outside of this. It's going to help you in those areas, right? Um, so it's not – is overtraining a thing? Yes, it, it, it can happen. But with proper nutrition, with proper sleep, you can handle a lot of load. Yep. Now, that being said, um, you – Running can be high impact movements can be very hard on the joints. Yes, and um, there's always been this not always, but you know, back in the past, it's always well. How do I get better at running? I've run, I run more. Mm-hmm. Just keep running. Just put the miles on. But running is just like anything else. It needs technique work, and you also think about relative intensity. Just going out and steady running might not be the best bang for your buck doing some interval type stuff can be very beneficial and when i say interval it doesn't have to be 400 meter repeats yeah right it could be mile repeats right that's still a long workout um or mile and a half repeats or something like that just want to break the rhythm a little bit you don't want to be running 13 miles every single day yeah exactly um and also you know there's you don't need this crazy high volume to get to where you want to be. You don't need this super high. CrossFit's going to help you in whatever you're doing. It's, it's going to help you be stronger um, and more prepared for whatever. And the, the last thing what I would say is there's an awesome book. I read it uh, when I was actually preparing for a triathlon um, that I did. I, well, I wouldn't say I competed in a triathlon as more as I didn't die. You moved along the, <laughs> the racetrack. I didn't die, so that was good. And it's called Power, Speed, Endurance by uh, Brian McKenzie. We actually have a copy at the gym. And he he came from the endurance world, and he talked about how, you know, he came from this background of just more miles, more miles, more miles. And then he started getting the, the CrossFit side and started learning about some other training mythologies um, that you don't necessarily need that much volume. You can kind of dial that back and kind of up the intensity a little bit. Yep. You don't need to be running every day. You need to be running X number of days with a little bit more intensity. And um, so, you know, we have a copy of the book here. This is what it looks like, uh, Power, Speed, Endurance. And this is a great one to check out. I mean, it's it's a big book. <laughs> it's a big book, but there's a lot of pretty pictures. So you got to love that. Um, I really highly recommend um, this book. And he, he goes into how to train for running, right? It's power, speed, endurance. And he talks a lot about the endurance side of things and how doing CrossFit classes um, can help with that endurance training. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, good questions this week. Yeah, I, I love that. Questions. And we actually had another one. Um, that I'm really looking forward to answering. It's kind of long, similar uh, as Nicole's. I'm really looking forward to the next next podcast. So a little tease um, about uh, for the next week, and that one came from George. So we'll get that one next week.
Okay, great. Um, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope the noise wasn't <laughs> too bad. Um, should be over pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, uh, like I said earlier, um, email us at info at equity.fitness. Uh, comment wherever you're watching or listening. Get in touch with me and Barrick. We'll happily put stuff in for you. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, thanks. Have a wonderful week. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, sorry you had to listen to me talk for so long. <laughs>